Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now, Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for August 6, 2019. The White Sox entered Monday night, seeing the fewest pitches of any American League team with 15,845. The Detroit Tigers were in 14th place, having only seen 10 more. Every other AL team had seen at least 16,000. Well, both teams are at 16,000 pitches seen now, because it felt like they threw 16,000 pitches last night. With a doubleheader looming, the White Sox prevailed 7-4 on Monday night at Comerica Park in a game that took 3 hours, 41 minutes, and 348 pitches to complete. The Tigers are now 16 games worse than the White Sox at 32-76, and and it's easy to see why. Lucas Giolito didn't have a slider, the Sox struck out 10 times, they only had one extra base hit with an exit velocity over 100 miles per hour, and they still won with no save situation required. It wasn't a dominant offensive effort, but the Sox won by reaching base, drawing five walks in a game for the first time since July 15th. They loaded the bases in the first inning against Spencer Turnbull on two walks and a hit by pitch, and Matt Skull brought two home with a bloop double that shortstop Jordy Mercer couldn't track in shallow center for a quick 2-0 lead. Turnbull only lasted three innings because he hit his pitch limit of 75 coming off a back injury, leaving Ron Gardenhire's suspect bullpen exposed. The Sox scored two more runs in the fourth on the Yolmer Sanchez ground out in a bloop single for Ryan Goins, then tacked on three more in the eighth. It should have only been one, but Jose Abreu beat out Harold Castro's four-hop throw across the diamond for a run-scoring infield single with two outs, and John Jay added an RBI single himself. Giolito appreciated the help because the Tigers' offense made him sweat. He gave up three straight two-out singles for a run in the second, then an opposite-field solo shot in the third. It was then that James McCann made the choice to stop calling sliders, and it more or less worked out for him, aside from a leadoff triple coming around to score in this final inning of work. Giolito didn't get a single swinging strike on any of the 12 sliders he threw. 
He did get 12 swinging strikes on 41 changeups, so it was a winning strategy. The Sox helped him with a couple of timely double plays, including one Giolito started himself. He finished six innings for the quality start in his 12th victory of the season, which was his first since June 30th. More importantly, Rick Renteria only needed to use three relievers for an inning apiece before today's doubleheader, and none of them pitched themselves out of availability. Said doubleheader starts today at 12.10pm Central on NBC Sports Chicago, with Dylan C. squaring off against Daniel Norris. Game 2, which starts at 6.10pm Central on NBC Sports Chicago, will see the return of Hector Santiago as the 26th man, and he'll face off against Drew Verhagen. Cease picked up his only win against Detroit back on July 3rd, and based on the way the Tigers played in the opener, he's got a good chance of picking up number 2. Santiago had a 5.84 ERA over 7 starts in Charlotte, which seems about right considering BB&T ballpark is like pitching on the moon this year. Then again, Verhagen has an 11.66 ERA this season, with more walks than innings pitched. It could be a long day, especially if the weather doesn't cooperate. Along with Santiago, it seems like Wellington Castillo will also be on his way back to the White Sox, as the Sox optioned Sebi Zavala to Charlotte after the game. It was a quiet night down on the farm, as Charlotte, Winston-Salem, and Great Falls were all idle. Birmingham lost 7-4 to Pensacola, limited to 7 hits from 7 different players. Luis Gonzalez, Luis Basabe, and Gavin Sheets each had one of them, and Cohoes native Zach Remillard hit his first double-A homer. Kannapolis worked over Lexington by a score of 9-5 behind a 4-hit game by Lennon Sosa, who collected his 28th and 29th doubles of the season. Amado Nunez went 2-for-3 at the homer, and Jason Billis lowered his ERA to 3.02 with 5 and 2 thirds innings of one-run ball. The AZL White Sox beat the Athletics Green team in 10 innings 2-1, Samil Polanco went 2-for-4 at the stolen base, Josue Guerrero had another 2-hit game, and the rehabbing Bryce Bush went 0-for-3. Rounding it out, the DSL White Sox beat the Padres 8-4, Gilbert Sanchez reached base four times with a double, two singles, and a walk, and Benjamin Bailey hit his second homer of the season. Around the league, Minnesota extended its AL Central lead to four games. The Twins beat the Braves 5-3, while the Indians stranded the tying run at third base in a 1-0 loss to Mike Miner and the Rangers. To tie the loose end of the Central, the Royals helped the Red Sox snap their six-game losing streak 7-5. All the exciting stuff was happening in Baltimore. The Yankees set the all-time single-season record for homers hit in another team's stadium by launching five in a 9-6 victory over the Orioles. The Yankees have now hit 32 homers at Camden Yards this season, shattering the previous record of 29 set by the 1956 Yankees against the Kansas City A's. On the other side, Jonathan Villar hit for the cycle, with a triple in the third, double in the fifth, homer in the sixth, and a single in the ninth. The Mets successfully used the White Sox as a springboard back into contention. They swept a doubleheader against the Marlins to give them 9 wins in their last 10 games, including 3 at guaranteed rate field last week. And in the white-knuckle NL Central race, the Cubs held serve by surviving late-inning bullpen wobbles in a 6-5 victory over Oakland. They led 6-2 before Oakland rallied for 3 in the 8th, and Marcus Semien's attempt for a go-ahead 3-run homer in the 9th, which would have been his third homer of the game, died on the warning track and left. The Cubs are going to have to improvise closing out games because Craig Kimbrell went on the injured list with knee inflammation. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call. Visit SoxMachine.com to talk about the game, the night in the farm, and the remainder of Lucas Giolito's season. If you're new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google's podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts are found. If you're feeling generous, you can support the site and the show at Patreon.com slash SoxMachine. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine Podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis.
When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now, Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible x gateway. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.